Hey everybody, this is Ruben with 5-Minute Warning. When I decided that I wanted to make a podcast of my own, I found Anchor. Let me tell you, Anchor is free. Free. F-R-E-E. That's what I'm talking about. There are tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone or your computer. You know what? Anchor sends my podcast out to me to Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, so I ain't got to do it. Also, you can make money. I repeat, you can make money from your podcast. It's everything you need to make in a podcast all in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, look, that's what I did. Five-minute warning, almost at 100 episodes in. Get Anchor. The following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language. It is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five-minute warning. It's not, you know what, this, this segment didn't really start out real good for me because... I totally agree. It's no fun when I agree with Ruben. Yeah. It's you no got, fun. Yeah, you you, you got to pick you, a better you, thing, yeah, man. You, you got you to gotta hate on something that only you find a way to hate on. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was the only one that's feeling ridiculous right now because it's yeah, actually you, true. You actually have a great point all the way through. Yeah, th- this is worthy of hate. Like, you got to find something that's only worthy of your hate. <laughs> Like like different flavored peeps that you know get you bent out of shape yeah, or yeah little kids that play with their stuffed animals like Christopher Robbins and you know like you gotta something something that only you can like look where's a Morris chestnut store let's find one and now- the five minute warning okay students this is your five minute warning I repeat five minute warning silence. This is the 5-Minute Warning with Ruben Brown, happening right now. Back into the into the frame. He doesn't realize we're live yet, but I guess, you know, he'll figure it out. And we got AG on the ones and twos. What's going on? What's happening, y'all? How you doing? All right. Hey, Moby, what's going on, man? We got oh, to snap. We live, man. We- yeah, we live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that's how we be doing it, man. 9 o'clock is 9 o'clock. You know, we ain't... You trying to say your brother was man. late? Get my drink. What was that? Trying to say he was running on CP sign. I mean, I ain't say all that. The man went to get some drink. Priorities, man. Priorities. priorities. I guess if you ain't got the drink, you know, you ain't doing nothing. But, yeah, man. So, it's been a good week, I guess, for some people. Good week for others. And okay for most. I don't know. I don't don't know. I'm not taking score or nothing, but I think everybody doing all right. But the Olympics are over. Yes. Anybody got any thought processes on it? Can we can we break down this Olympics a little bit? I mean, how people feel about it? Do you care? Did you see anything that you liked? Did you see anything that just personally destroyed you? Actually, I was shocked to see that my church member, Grant Holloway, came in second, got the silver. I thought that dude was going to clean up. So now I got to try to find a race which he lost who? to see who beat him. Grant who? Holloway did who the that? hunt. I'm about to tell you. You oh, worse okay. than me. My, I do that to my wife all the time, where she I ask her a question that she's going to answer. Well, I mean, but you didn't really start off by saying nothing because I was still talking. I mean, I. You know what? Anyway, Grant Holloway was is a is a member of our church, and I mean, I know to do. I mean, I know him, but I knew of him since he was running track in high school. So he went to Florida, all world there, whatever, whatever, went to the Olympics. I just assumed the dude was just going to clean up because that's what he's done. 
And then he got to the got to the final race. And then Lauren tells me the dude got silver. I was like, who we lose to? I believe somebody was sandbagging the whole time. But I got to see the race though. Well, was that, the, that was the hundred, right? Yeah, hundred meter hurdles. Oh yeah, that's that's um, dude from what, Italy or France? Sweden? Okay. Well, you know, he was one of the few bright spots for the men's track and field, or track rather. Wait a minute, I thought I thought the the four the four by four won gold on both sides, both genders. Oh no! no. Oh no! no. Oh okay. The dude, American dudes didn't even make the final. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Carl Lewis came out and oh, he was pretty him. much like, yeah, he was like, he pretty much said, y'all suck and y'all coaching is terrible. And my thought process is, look, bro, if it's that bad, why don't you take your happy ass out there and teach him? Look, I man, mean, everybody everybody can't do steroids like him. Ouch. <laughs> I thought that was Ben Johnson. Ouch. It was him, oh, too. He, he did that. He just didn't get caught because they protected him. But everybody in track and field said, yeah, he was doing it. Wow. I didn't know that. I mean, yeah, but you can't sit here. I'm sorry. Allegedly. Let me not just call it good. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, man. That's that's called libel. I'm not getting sued because of you. Hey, your is name that your biggest show? fear is, is somebody showing up saying I'm your I'm you're my daddy and bitten, getting sued for liability? Or being liable for something? Is that your those two are those two your biggest fears? Not but, really. Well oh. the first one is. <laughs> that we is talk open, about that last open, open bodies of water too. Oh yeah, I don't oh. like large bodies of water. Hell no. Oh, you can't you can't swim either. No, definitely okay. not. I don't even like bridges for real. I mean, I, I go over bridges because I don't have choices. But I ain't a fan. I hear you. Okay, that's why I don't live on an island no more. <laughs> well, you kind of live on an island now. Nah, 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 man. Two thirds, two thirds, man. Two thirds. Li- living living in that part of the seven five seven is an island. They're like three ways out, man. Three ways in and out that doesn't involve a bridge or a tunnel. And those are back roads, and I ain't trying to be back there. Just saying, man. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> you hey, know, man, y'all doing some great job of stalling while I'm eating, so keep going. I mean, nobody really stalling. Actually, we I wasn't trying to stall at all. I was just trying to figure out what you was eating because it looked pretty good. It is. What, did, what, you what can't is have it? None, though. Huh? What steak and broccoli. You can't have none. Yeah. I know. No, he's saying I can't handle it because I'm just saying because he ain't eating meat. Right. It ain't about that, you know. I'm still invited to the cookout, even though I ain't got my black card no more. I'm still invited to the cookout. I mean, you know, who really does have their black card? And it's Not- free. <laughs> man, oh, look, hey, speaking that of that, loud, I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. Speaking of, speaking <laughs> of that, man, we saw this uh, this documentary on Obama yesterday. It's pretty good, man. Pretty good. Check it out. Oh, AG, I forgot to tell you because I told Ruben. What's that? Oh yeah, I know. I, 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 saw, I saw old boy at Virginia Beach, man. Who's that? The dude that was at, the dude that was asking. Oh, asking the questions? questions. Yeah, man. <laughs> and I figured out what he's doing, man. He's got a target audience. Who are, yeah. who, so who's his target audience? Girls young, that don't look smart. Young, young black women look like they're out living their best life at the beach. And that equals not smart. It's well, working. I mean, it did say twelve. I, 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 guess, I guess he's hoping for it. I gotta believe the video was edited, edit, you know, to get well, his worst oh yeah, moments. Like I was playing to Ruben, I'm like, for every person that gave him a dumb answer, there's probably a couple people that got the question right. I'm sure there's more than a couple, but However, I mean, the video itself leads you to believe that it's some stupid people in the world, or I, I should mean, say, um, I ignorant mean, people in the world that just don't have, we, they're not informed. We were walking down the boardwalk, and I saw a camera dude, and I saw him running by with his microphone, and I'm like, that ain't him. <laughs> <laughs> it and is, I walked, and I got up, and he was—he had stopped these girls that was on like the four-person bike, 
He was like, yeah, I just got one question. He said, it's, it's just, it's not, a, it's not a hard question. I'm hold like, on, hold oh on. my god, that's the guy. Hold on, they stopped for him. Yeah, yeah. They must have saw the camera. He's probably famous by now. I mean, hood famous, but he's probably famous. He, by he now. hunted them down. I mean, but they saw the camera. That's why they stopped because they couldn't stop for him. Of course, that's the target audience. Chicks How- trying, chicks trying to be seen, man. However, I did watch another video of his, and same type of thing same question and they had some dudes some one was like um from park place and i was like i mean it, you know i just put my head down and then people were straight up lying where they from and then at the end he had some at least for the most part the dudes knew the answer except one dude kept saying he was like how much is a century you know he get it right how much it no, how much is a decade he get it right he say 10. How much is a century? He say 100. How much is a millennium? 50. And I was like, what? Uh, bruh. Uh, <laughs> like, how you going backwards? Like, I, didn't, I was so Hey, weak, man, man, two out of three is good in baseball. Just saying. I mean, that's, yeah, if it was baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the end of it, right, he, I gave him, I gave him mad props. Because at the end of it, he had these two women. And they were military. And they got all the crushes white really quickly. And he put them up there. I was just like, he was like, because they look like, because literally, he's like, are you smart? She was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, snap. And then I was like, yeah, we're, you know, we're the Navy base, Naval. I was like, oh, you got pressure. Because if you get this wrong, you're getting kicked out. <laughs> they go kick you out of the military. It's some, it's some crazy people in the military, too. But now nah, they, they got that stuff right, man. And it was good. So, I mean, sometimes he, he does put some, some legit stuff up there, but most of the time there's a whole bunch of people who don't know nothing. And he, I, he's got the, he's got the meter man. When they don't know nothing either, boy. Yeah, he, he's, he's relentless. So I'll give him mad props for that. Yeah, but speaking of the Olympics, I don't know nothing that happened in any game because I ain't really? watched none of it. Why not? I told you before this, I ain't really into the Olympics like that. Well, I mean, now, I did watch some of the swimming can't tell you who won but i just watch it i don't know why swimming interests me but well because i think swimming interests people because it's quick well depending on what you and for the most part it's quick i mean the biggest thing they had was a 1500 meter swim i mean and that was just eight that was eight down eight one down one back so i mean you know but that was still like i don't know 12 minutes so it wasn't horrible um but nah man i as far as the olympics go I watch more volleyball than probably anything. You know, I watched both the women's two-on-two, the beach volleyball. I didn't watch the men because apparently they suck and they lost early. So that's why you didn't watch the men? I mean, that's the other reason why I didn't watch the men. It's because they're men. I don't, I don't watch men's volleyball. And then the women's volleyball, the the traditional women's volleyball, you know, they won gold. That was pretty. They were pretty good. Um, I did watch the gold medal game of the of water, women's water polo, which we destroyed somebody like fifteen to four. It was like disgusting. It's like why is this other team in the water? Literally, it was bad. But um, but yeah, I mean, I thought I like the I like the team stuff, you know. And once because once the gymnastics stuff faded away, and the track and field came in, you know, the shot put was dope. Two Americans, one and two on the shot put. And then the one thing that I don't think I could ever understand, possibly because I can't do it, is the triple jump. 
Like that's hard. I, I get the purpose. No, no, I don't. I don't get the purpose. <laughs> you have that much power off of one leg. It's just like wow. I mean, you gotta jump three times, man. Yep. Nah, that's too much. And and that's all without crossing the line. Yep. Which a lot of people cross a lot of lines, and I was just like, bro, you at the Olympics, you should never cross the line. Ruben, you have watched more Olympics than I've watched since 1984. Yo, man, I'm telling you. I, the, I, the, I don't. I just don't find anything interesting about it. And I mean, you know. Well, and I think the reason why I watch so much Olympics, honestly, is because there's a whole. Well, because you know, for those two weeks, pretty much everything else shuts down. Like they ain't no new. They ain't no new episode of this. They ain't no new episode of that. Because it's like, well, everybody's gonna be watching Olympics. Why are we gonna waste new episodes? And I was like, you know, that's a very good point. So it almost forces you to, if you're watching TV, you know, 24-7 sports. I'm going to let you know, Ruben, I've watched TV the last two weeks. Has it stopped me at all? Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Because <laughs> I got I got Hulu and Netflix and HBO Max. By the way, Suicide Squad is not that good. Well, we what? talked about the Olympics like 10 minutes longer than I'm interested. In. Well, and, that, and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, to, to each their own, you know, to each their own. And I just think having 24 hour on USA was actually a very smart idea. Because, I'm sure because, I mean, there are a lot of people who are interested in the Olympics, so I ain't knocking them. And I mean, Look, I, ain't even, I ain't even watched the basketball. I mean, eh, you didn't miss much. I mean, the, the only positive thing that really came out of that is that one, we want the men won the gold. Um, the women won the gold when they were assembled in the See, United States. I, I, disa- I disagree. I think it would have been so much better if we wouldn't have won just because it had been so much chaos and panic. No, I, no, it's just I like the fact that we was tripping off them losing exhibition games. Like, you know, if they would have if they would have got like the bronze or something, man, we'd have been in full blown panic. I mean, but see here. Well, that's the first gold they won in a minute, though. Um, what are you talking about? That's not true. I, oh, no, that's right. They won. It? The third one. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, my bad. My bad. We did go through a, a stretch that we didn't win a gold. Right. But it like hadn't two been or three Olympics. Hadn't been yeah. though. Two. But, yeah. But the thing about it is. France beat them in the first game, and the way they came back and dismantled France, like they like Evan Fournier was a world beater the first time they played him. Evan Fournier, not saying he sucks because he plays in the NBA, not saying that, bruh. Evan Fournier, come on, man, he's not even like he's not, yo, he's he's not even an all star. And they let that dude like run all over them. Why does that matter? Like, it, because it means something to the people playing for the other countries. Well, but that's what I'm saying. That's why I thought it was is brilliant. How in this game, they kind of brought him back to earth. <laughs> and hey, bro, you in the NBA, you average your 15 points a game and stuff like that. We good. Now, I would have liked to see them play Luca, but they couldn't be Evan Fournier. So I mean, what? And then they turned around, and lost to Australia. So they went. They were like undefeated with Luca, Slovenia, and then they lost their last two games in the tournament. And I was like, hmm, I, yeah, I got a couple years left. Um, but nah, I mean, it was okay. But I like the Olympics. I'm a fan. I see it every four years, this time five. I did think it was weird that everything was saying 2020. And I guess they were just like, well, we can't get all this stuff redone. So we'll just keep it 2020. Like everything said 2020. Even though it's 2021, but whatever. And then Olympics will be back in three years, which will be weird. But I'll be watching on USA again. 
when it comes back on. Um, but yeah, enough of that. Enough of that craziness. Let's get into some some real business. Hey, can we can we all stand up and give a round of applause for the international state of Florida, who is finally doing something American for the first time in I don't know since DeSantis been running as a governor. So yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I mean that's fine, but it's legit. So the school districts in Florida uh, basically said that you know what. F your um, rules about implementing mask requirements for kids. Yeah, man, you ain't here, and we're going to do what we're supposed to do. So the school board members at Achua County in North Florida said, you know what? They voted. First two weeks of school, all students were required to wear masks. And then Leon County was like, yo, same thing for pre-K to eighth grade. You know, so it's hopefully it's going to spread because they have one of the highest, if no, excuse me, the highest COVID-19, um, um, uh, what's that term called? Um, blah, reports, reports in the country. And they broke that record like three times this week. Like they started the record on like Monday and they broke it two other times this week. They are, they are a total of, there are a fifth of the total COVID cases in the country right now. Yeah. A fifth. I was shocked so, at that number. I wasn't. I mean, on, I man. wasn't either, but I kind of was. That's a lot of people, man. And they talking about don't wear masks, or uh, not them, but their leaders talking about don't wear masks. Come on, man. U.S. stops in Georgia. I, I thank you for saying that. <laughs> U.S. stops in oh, Georgia, man. Goodness. This is, I mean, I, I, I can acknowledge that Florida is a U.S. territory, but that's about as far. Wow, as you just call Puerto Rico, man. You know what? Can we can we Guam. trade? Huh? Can we trade? Can we can we make a trade? <laughs> wow! So you rather have? Well, we already got Guam, so you can't really trade something we already have. I mean, at this point in time, Cuba is probably a better territory than Florida. Wow! Well, Cuba is not a territory. But yeah, can 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 we give them? Can we give Puerto Rico and a future fifth round pick? That's cold. That's, <laughs> That's all we need. Just, well, actually, just actually Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico will probably be game for that because they've been looking for statehood for a minute. That's what I'm saying. Give us Puerto, give us Puerto Rico a future fifth round pick, and and Florida can you know go back to can go to U.S. territory, and we'll take Puerto Rico as a state. Puerto Rico, ho! I mean, yeah, I, why not? I'm good with that because Florida's just embarrassing us right now, and. It's you not no. Nah, I can't really say that because Texas is in the same conversation. It's just the article's not involving Texas, but they're kind of acting I, the same way. I mean, I'd be cool if Texas wanted to lead too. Well, yeah. they want they want to lead, so that that's what I'm saying. That like, I feel like we need to stop fighting Texas. Just let them, you know, let them go. I mean, that's great, but we just gotta. Is it gonna hurt us that much if Texas is gone? Really. We gotta make them. A, we gotta make them a non-landlocked country. Like, I think their whole thing should be bridges and tunnels, man. Well, so that could be a true island. Why should they do that? It can just be, you know, just like Mexico used to be. This part is right there. It's so we're gonna do. Bridge. How, how we're about build we a wall? Them, I said, how about we have them build a wall? That's so jacked up. And make them pay for it. In Texas, we'll pay for it. <laughs> oh, yeah, let them build a wall. In Texas will pay for it. Oh yeah, man, definitely, definitely. I'm down with that. I mean, but still, um, you know, but even though we we joke. I think it's good that 
the people in Florida have decided we're not going to let this fool run us to death as he's been doing. So we're going to do what we want. And well, I mean, he really effectively has no power in the school. Like a lot of people don't know, man, if the school board gets together, all they got to do is vote on something. That's it. But so still- yeah, Florida, Florida can, he, he can say, hey, you know, it, it's illegal to have a mass requirement. All the school board got to get together is go, yeah, we voted against that. Yeah, I guess what they're worried about though is uh, that that he would be a a, a d bag and pull their state funding for the schools because he can do that. I mean, that would be his power. That would be like, oh, you ain't want to listen to me. I'll just I'll just pull your state school funding. Well, and, and, watch, and watch all the teachers in Florida go somewhere else. I mean, <laughs> well, the other thing too is, can't Joe just do the same thing? I mean, I can't stop you from doing what you want to do in your state, but I can stop federal funding. Well, yeah, yeah but most see that's the problem with Florida. They're probably not as affected by federal funding as most states. But I mean, because yeah, for the most state part, is affected by federal yeah, funding. Yeah, I'm gonna disagree with that. Well, like. I'm I'm gonna say it is, but I'm gonna probably say that my my thought process is that they probably have a little bit more. They probably are a little bit smarter enough to no, they're not bankroll their money. Nah. I mean, no, on, they're, they're tourist dependent. The, the whole state is tourist dependent. But that don't, that and they don't, and they don't have, government. they don't have state taxes. So, like, they trust me, they need federal money. I mean, but then that's also a slippery slope. Do, do, do uh, we really want tax. the they, they don't have property tax. I'm sorry, that's state yeah. Tax. But yeah, but that's a slippery slope. You don't necessarily want the the president to start doing stuff like that. Next thing you know, they be calling him Trump. And maybe maybe you don't want him to. I mean, look. The only thing I'm saying is, I don't know anybody that's happy with even a billionaire is not happy with being a 900 millionaire. They want to be a billionaire. They're not going to be sitting around talking about ah, it doesn't matter. We're going to do what we want to do anyway. Slash twenty five percent of our budget. No, that's not going to happen. If Joe decides yeah. to pull that pull the trigger like DeSantis is threatening to do, then then yeah. But once again, I don't think Joe has that power to pull that trigger. Remember, the president is for the most part a figurehead that's run by Congress. Uh, not quite. Eh, I mean, yeah, got it. All he has to do is do what Trump did: call it a, a national order. emergency. Yeah, executive order is a national emergency. That's all he. Because technically, we're still in the pandemic. He can pull that card whenever he wants. Yeah, but we're in a pandemic, so we're going to take funding away. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're going to require them to do the mask thing. If not, we're going to take funding away from them. He can absolutely do that. And like I told you before, executive power is accumulate. So whatever Trump decided to do on his own is still there and it's going to be there for presidents to come. So don't say that. He, he might not, but I don't want to push that dude because y'all. I'm just saying, you know. I, I guess my thing is, it's just a really when we have presidents start doing things like that, regardless of who it is. I mean, it's we just, already it's had just, one I mean, yeah, Lincoln is the one that started all this. So what are you talking about? I understand, but it's just it's just a slippery slope. That's all. I'm it saying. always is. But it's, if it's got purpose, man, you got to do what you got to do. So once again, if, if if we're afraid of the president pulling the trigger on something like this, then effectively what I said when we were talking about the candidates like over a year and a half ago, when I was like, my fear is Biden and Kamala will get in office and effectively do absolutely nothing. That's literally what's happening because everybody everybody's so afraid of pushing too far 
look we've already had somebody on the other end pull really really hard you're not going to get the shift of balance back by just nudging it a little bit like these republicans have changed the game the, the game has changed now so the way we view president's executive orders is forever changed thanks to trump it just is so do you, so you suggest we do that I don't know if I'm suggesting that, but um, I'm suggesting, you know, sometimes the threat of doing something is powerful. But right now, I mean, look, Republicans, does does any Republican fear the Biden administration? Nope. Well, part of that's because of the filibuster that they refuse to get rid of. Well, not only that, but they know Biden plays the middle. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's afraid of somebody that plays the middle. I mean, no, I get that. No, completely. You know, and that's and that's why he won by such a large margin. And, and mean, don't get me wrong, like basically what I'm saying is Biden is a good human being. <laughs> and <laughs> so I'm not I'm not it's not an insult to Biden. It's just like, yo, you're you're So is he too good of a human being? Is that what you're saying? No for the, for the game that we're playing? Unfortunately, yeah, because politics is no place for good people. In this current day and age, I don't think politics is any place for good people. Like when somebody, if somebody I know tells me, hey, I want to be a politician, I immediately look at them differently because I'm like, what's your angle? I'm sure there's a lot of people in politics that's like there because they want to do something good. I'm just a cynic. Just is what it is. (laughs) And that's fine. So how long will it take for us to become a dictatorship? So you throwing around words like that is why it's a slippery slope when it's really not. At some point, you have to be able to have the nerve to strong arm somebody or while you have them in a full Nelson, just tear their arms out of the rotator cup and just be done with it because that's what you have to do sometimes. That make you a bad person. But if you are being manhandled and you want to think about a slippery slope, you're, you're going to die. It's just that simple. You have to be able to defend yourself. It's that simple. And I don't know what kind of kind of person Joe is, but if he's not, if he's not willing to tear somebody from the frame, it's, it's like everything will be said. I don't think we're at that point yet. But the bottom line is, you're trying to get the entire country out of a pandemic by acting right, and you letting people pull this my God given right uh, business. And so, at some point, you got to be able to say, "Look, this is what's going to happen. I don't really care how you feel." If you don't do it, this is what's going to happen. Try me. That's simple. Okay. But if you want to call it a slippery slope, you go right ahead. I mean, I just, I think that, I think that whether I think it's the right thing or you think it's the right thing or whatever, is it the right thing? Yeah, we probably should have done that from jump, from jump street. But I guess you know, the thought process is, you know, when we when we start going that route, when is there a stop from going that route? I'm not saying that we shouldn't have. I, I guess what I'm saying is the way things are currently constructed in the world today, especially in this country, they're running a certain way. Now, if we're ready to change that status quo, then you know we're gonna change it, but then we're also going to reap the benefits or or the the negative part of benefits to it and that's all i'm saying it's like we got to be ready for that now 
do I think we're ready for that? Hell no. I mean, but then again, you can never be ready for something like that because that's going to cause a huge shift in everything. And I'm, I'm, and I'm not saying, once again, I'm not saying that we shouldn't do it. I'm just saying that there are a whole lot of people in this in this country who are not ready. They, they talk that shit and they think they're ready, but there are a whole bunch of people who ain't ready. You know, if it happened, it happens. And that's what it is. That don't mean, I mean, that, that don't mean what happened on January 6th ain't going to happen the next day after it happens. That's all I'm saying. And if we're ready for that, charge and go forward. But I don't think that this country is ready for that. I, I, I hear what you're saying. And I'm glad you brought up the January 6th thing. Because January 6th is exactly what I'm talking about. Negotiating with, negotiating with somebody with bad intentions is stupid. So negotiating when we've already seen that there's a side of the country who can't be reasoned with, who has no fear of us. And when I say us, I mean decent people. <laughs> like, that's, I mean, that's, there's no, I'm not negotiating that. Like, if, if you were one of the people that was at the White House talking about hanging up congressmen and trying to find Pence to hang him up, hang him by the whatever, because he, you know, actually went with the rule of democracy, then you're not, I can't reason with you. Like, January 6th is a failure and it's not a failure because there was an attack on the White House. There's not a it's not a failure because it showed how the country was divided. The capital. To me to me, you know the capital it's, it's a failure to me. And this sounds really bad. It's a failure to me because we didn't just start shooting them. That's why it's a failure. Because at no point in time, basically one side said they were ready to go to war and the other side said, we're not. We're and not. And one, <laughs> and one person did shoot. And bless that person. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry somebody died because of it. But yo, you were, you were not in your spot. Because once again, we'll bring it up to the till the sky is blue and till the world is, is, is purple. If all those people were black, then Bishop shooting up in that piece. But see, that's not what we're talking about right now. We haven't gotten that. Well, I, I because well, I understand that, but I'm just, but I'm just saying that is. The I mean, path. you're right. That that is, that is a, a large portion of it. But like I said, my problem with it has nothing to do with color. My problem is there was one side of the fence who was like, "We are willing to burn this shit down." And the side trying to protect this shit was like, hey, we want y'all to go home safe. And if you can't see the problem with that, <laughs> then I can't, I, I just don't know what to say because if I, and, and once again, this is why I'm not in, in law enforcement. So this is not me trying to ridicule the people who are in law enforcement, but let, let your boy have been there. As soon as they had to start coming in there, man, I would have emptied every clip I had. And I would have dared somebody to say I was doing something that wasn't my job. Because as soon as they, as soon as they entered the bread or building, look, they were treason. That was treason, punishable by death. And then on top of all that, the people they were coming after, after it's all said and done, protected them, which to me is the biggest slap in the face ever. Oh, you don't want to know why I went down? Oh, 
you don't want them to go to jail bitch i mean they ch- they said they wanted to hang pence they wanted to hang the vice president who's supposed to be your leader and you were just like nah he can go but, but, but you're leaning into my point that's my point the point well, is trying to tr- like the playing the middle when one side is willing to do this and the other like you can't play the middle on these things yeah no but i guess what i'm saying is it's not it's, it's not i'm against your point i'm not i'm just basically saying we ain't ready for that as a whole country ain't ready for that how do you know that we should be i mean and that's why we go that's why i'm going back to january 6th because clearly if i mean let's be real if we were truly ready to make that next step everybody who walked up in there would be in jail that's not for true. treason that's not true because now now we've we've like frog jumped into the race thing because we've already discussed this already well let's screw it, the, let's just screw the race thing it's not even about the you race can't. thing. everybody but no everybody who walked up in the capital okay. illegally should have gone to jail Everybody, you, you can't skip race. Everything in this country is complicated, and this is a great example. We can't talk about that without talking about race. The only thing well, I'm I mean, telling you is, okay, let me break it down to someone you can understand for real, and you can't go both ways and ride the fence. If you are in your previous role at, 4, at, at 4-H, and you have rules, and the one that, that the listeners of this show and the participants in this show know well is you can't throw hands. You can't put your hands on somebody else. Answer this question for me and the show. Have you sent kids home no matter what the reason? Whether it was a defense or offense, have you sent kids kids home? Yes. Okay, if you aren't willing to do that and the people under you don't know or suspect that you're not willing to do that, you a bitch. And if people think you a bitch, they smell water, they smell blood and water, and you don't really run anything. All I'm saying to you is, if Biden is this person, then DeSantis is going to keep being DeSantis. Well, and, and that's, but that's also what I'm saying. And you have he, to be willing to do it. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. No, you never Con- said that. No, you said, no. well, this and that, we're not ready, blah, blah, no. blah. No, you have to be ready to shoot not. somebody in the face. And basically what I'm saying is Congress ain't ready to do it. No, well, okay. They ain't. All right. They ain't. Okay. They, they're just not. Regardless of who's controlling what. Congress as a whole ain't ready to do it because if they were ready to do it, they would have did it then. All right. And until they get ready to do it, you know, we go, we go have all this craziness. Okay. I mean, am I wrong? I'm not talking about Congress, but I think the, the, when you led with, it's a slippery slope. Yeah. You were wrong. You're so wrong. Because yeah, that it's a is, black and white issue, as far as I'm concerned. Right. And I don't mean race. I mean it's. Oh well, yeah. It's a right yeah. The bottom line so is th- the th- reason, there's no slippery slope with black and white. Because you, the thing is with me was when you brought up January 6th, the reason that's complicated and the reason why you can't bring that particular incident up without bringing up race is because they lack preparedness because there was a whole bunch of white folks. That's the only thing. Because a couple of months before that or whenever it was. They they had the uh, BLM or whoever it was showed up at the Lincoln Memorial and they were they were armed to the teeth behind a protest that they knew were, so they were prepared. Did they prepare for the white folks? No, they had the regular on duty Capitol Police there, and no and only one person got shot. We've discussed this on this show. If they knew that BLM was going to mount some sort of charge to one of the most important buildings in the country. 
they would have been armed to they would have called everybody from Andrews, Norfolk, Dover, everywhere. There would have been, man, that would have been ghetto birds and gun, people with guns everywhere. And if you don't know that, then okay, I'm going to let you go and on it. And it would have been a blood. Exactly. There, there would have been <laughs> no one that would have made it to the steps. And then they would have had people just like corner, I mean, corner van after corner van, just throwing bodies in. Next, throwing and how bodies in. The way in. the media would have covered it would have been completely different. Exactly. Because there would have been a bloodbath and the media would have basically been saying it was justified because the Capitol was under attack. Exactly. So for you to say, and then for for you to say to lead with it's a slippery slope, and then mention January sixth, yes, you were wrong. You have to be willing to shoot somebody in the face if that's what's required. If you are not, then you a bitch. It's that simple. And if Congress is not ready to do that, well, actually, they kind of are. It just depends on how brown you are. It's that simple. If, if white folks show up, no, they're not prepared to do that. And, and my, my stance with Biden is it that I think he can be successful with an executive order. My thing is, I would rather him throw it out there and then get overturned by Congress than to not. Because like, shows, I mean, right. That shows you that he's willing to do it. Because the, plat- the platform that this man ran in office was was he ran on the backs of black and brown women. Let's be. They. That's how he got in office. Women got him in office. Like us three, we can say, yeah, we voted for him. But like the numbers show that what got him in there were women, and the people that are under attack are, are not just women. But like it's it's a part of democracy that's under attack, and you can't say I'm willing to fight for you, and then try to negotiate your way out of the fight. That's all I'm saying. And, and that was my fear with Biden in the first place because I knew he was a moderate. And I don't have a matter of fact, I agree with like it, me as an, an, a human being in nature. I am more moderate than like extreme liberal. I, yeah. I just am. But I also realize that sometimes you got to gauge the temperature in the room. And sometimes it's sometimes negotiations aren't the way to go. Like I say it all the time, like to these this new generation of kids, like the threat of getting the ass whooping just ain't there with them. And that's why they act the way they do, because you're you, the way you act oftentimes is governed by your fear of the consequences of your actions. And I'm saying that there's half of the country that has absolutely no fear of the other half. And that was evident on January 6th. And that the tone is set by the president because that 50% has always been here. But eight years ago, like eight years ago, they weren't screaming that loud because the temperature from the White House wasn't saying, yeah, it's okay. But as soon as Trump got in office, these people said, oh, shit, we can do whatever we want. Our man's is in there. Did you just believe yourself? Yes, I did. That's impressive. <laughs> I appreciate you saving me 10 minutes. Like, that's aggressive. <laughs> Not that I would believe it out of this one, but I'm just saying. So so basically when it's all said and done, the 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 crux of the story is Biden needs to just needs to pull his penis out. And as long as he got the biggest one in the room, he gonna win. But if somebody else got a bigger one, he in trouble. Well, I mean, think about this. We started this story off talking about the Florida teachers. 
The Florida teachers are basically going against what the governor's saying. Yep, they pulled a so, big gap. So, so when you say you don't know if we're ready for certain things, yo, we got F right now. There's a group of people right now that's like, man, fuck these people. We not about to be risking our lives to teach these kids. No, they can put a goddamn mask on. Truth. You have to be ready to send a kid home. And, and you know that better than anybody. Of course, of course. So, and that's all I, I, that's all I was saying. And that's a slippery slope too, if you want to label everything. But the bottom line is there were rules in here when you came here and I'm not going to bend them for you. Even if you were defending yourself, it doesn't matter. You threw hands. So goodbye. Yep. So that's that. Wow. Such an awesome discussion over, you know, started with mass. Only if we can have more of those discussions. Well, Boston mayor. Well, Boston has some of those discussions, apparently. Because, you know, now they're talking about possibly, hey, you got to show your your um, your vaccine, vaccinated card. So the acting mayor of Boston, which she probably ain't going to be the acting mayor too much longer, um, is saying, hey, you know, you're basically telling black, black and brown people you need to show your papers. And, you know, there could be some truth to that. But I guess my thought is, I'm going to put it out there, you know, because the word right now is we can't ask if you've been vaccinated or not. So now, you know, I've heard that some places are going are to start making it mandatory that you got to, if you want to come in here, you need to show your vaccinated card. So with that being said, I mean, AG, she, she she's like, yo, we're going back to slavery when basically you telling us we gotta show our papers is she wrong I think she is I mean I can understand why she would she would um, take that take that stance do, to do you think she took it too far well yeah because it's like look if the difference between me being healthy and keeping myself safe among people which I don't know and somebody wants me to show proof and show receipts, then I don't have a problem with that. Do I do I feel like a slave showing papers? I get it, especially in that city. But I'm like, at some point, don't we need to differentiate between, you know, common sense and, you know, microaggressions? I'm like, it's not just me, it's everybody. Now I can see it if it felt like that she like the, the law was gonna have a whole bunch of brown people only having to do this but if you have to i mean i'm not saying that brown people ain't rich but i'm just saying if you go to say a yacht club and they want you to prove to us that you've been vaccinated then you know what that demographic is and if you you know if you want to play the race card then it's going to be hard to do so because most of the people in there white and they got to show that card to get in if that's what they want to do do i feel like i'm showing my papers hey boy let me see your papers. I don't feel that way. I feel like that I have a better chance of staying safe, you know, behind people that would lie about getting vaccinated and not masking up in a in an indoor place. I guess that's what it is. So that's how I feel about that. So yeah, Bobby, I would say that she went a little too far with it, to the comparison at least. I felt exactly like AG did until I actually sat and thought about it. I kind of understand what she's saying and it's not about the practice of showing the papers 
it's about the enforcement of it because if it's going to be mandated that everywhere you go you have to show your papers and i have no problem with it now if you're leaving it up to the hands of the businesses to govern themselves then i'm gonna say it is gonna be like freedom papers because in your example with the yacht club i guarantee if that billionaire walks in there without a mask that yacht club ain't about to turn his money away but if me and you try to walk in there they better be like hey bro where your papers at so the enforcement of it is what makes the difference because if you're gonna if it's only gonna be enforced in things that are run by the city and the state then of course it's gonna turn into seeming like freedom papers because it's gonna be like oh you can't get on this public bus without your freedom papers pretty much but if you're trying to go up into some corporate business they're not gonna ask you for it because they want your money unless you you know don't necessarily have the complexion for protection so this is one of those things where i'm gonna say what ruben said this could be a slippery slope but that's based on the enforcement of it i have no problem with the idea of it because just like you said like nah man like we're in a pandemic so yeah if i want to make sure that everybody up in this piece is doing what they're supposed to be doing show your goddamn card unfortunately people generally mess up every good rule and our enforcement of it is how it could feel like freedom papers now i think the way she said it just made it sound asinine like i mean if she would explained herself a little bit more than just making that blanket statement i think it'd been received better but when you just make a blanket statement like that and then and drop the mic like you don't you're not explaining anything with your thoughts because so, i don't even know if she's thinking about it the way i'm thinking about it now she might have just said she might just feel like the idea of having to show your your vaccination papers right there is a violation i don't feel that way i feel like that based on the enforcement of showing these papers because i know typically when it's something about verifying it disproportionately affects minorities because we get shown to double and triple verify we gonna pull out a car and somebody gonna be like hey this ain't even a real car we gonna we gonna get questioned for having vaccination papers i agree with that because i mean well and me agreeing with that needs me i need to backtrack on mine and which i should have prefaced it with all things being equal yeah because he's, he, you're absolutely right about all that <laughs> because it's like but like i said my initial response was like oh my goodness not this well your initial response is based on her blanket ass statement of just and, oh having to show my vaccination cards like slavery like and, and really we really can go <laughs> further than that and say she probably felt like she didn't need to explain herself she might have been real bougie about that so maybe you know, because a lot of people feel some type of way about having to explain what a lot of people actually don't understand. So I'm just saying that's out there too. So apparently New York is doing a mandate and she's pretty much said boss is not doing a mandate. Um, partially for that, for her reasoning that she gave, but I guess it comes down to this in my thought process. We still have a whole bunch of people of all colors who are against the vaccine. Now, it came out the other day that officially 50% of Americans have received their vaccine, um, both shots. So 
that's a hurdle that's been crossed. So I guess the other thing is, the other thought process is, are we ever, I mean, how much of the other 50% are we ever going to get? I mean, what, and what is it going to take for the other 50% to make that decision? Then nothing. You know? Because you and can't nothing. save everybody. Some people are going to freaking die and let them die. And the only thing that's going to force them to do it is if, if somehow we, we do take their rights and just say, you got to get it. Period. Point blank. Start going door to door and doing it, which I'm, to- I'm totally against that. I, I mean, yeah. Because my thing is, I'm like, if you don't want to get the shot, that's fine. But just there's certain things you're not allowed to do. See, like, you you wrong again <laughs> because you're asking people not to do something. They're gonna, oh, not, no, not no, 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 no. I, I, I understand that they're not going to do it. But like I said, like, that's just how I feel. I feel like I don't think everybody should get like I I perfectly I think it's perfectly reasonable. Some of the reasons that people don't want to get the shot. I, perfectly reasonable. Now, I don't necessarily think the government's trying to track us with by chipping us. Like I, I don't agree with that. But if you're like, hey, it's not FDA approved yet, which it isn't. If you're like, hey, we don't know the long term ramifications of it because we couldn't possibly have studied it. Hey, I agree with you. If you're like, hey, I don't know if this is going to affect other things that I have going on. Hey, I'm trying to get pregnant. I don't know how this is going to affect it. Like, there's a lot of actual valid reasons for not wanting to get the shot that I'm perfectly okay with. But you can't then point to one of those valid reasons and then be like, but I don't want to have to wear a mask and I want to just go do whatever I want. And there it, it, it is. can't it can't work both ways. Yeah. But for them, it so, does. So when you so when you ask, like, what's it going to take to get those other 50 percent? Nothing. Because we're not willing to we're not willing to lock down and make everybody do it because that goes against people's personal freedoms. Yep. So I so I guess with that being said is which is gonna who is gonna be the first to do it? Is it gonna be a city or county, or is it gonna be the NFL? Because when it's all said and done, somebody's got to be the first. And the way the NFL is at least looking, I mean, real talk, they're probably a year away from making that shit a mandatory. Like honestly. Because they're never going to be able to make it mandatory because of the players' union, but they'll never have to because the way they have their rules lined up, they they're they're kind of making it mandatory without making it mandatory. If you're going to say hey, because once again, if they go hey, you got to get tested every day. It's, if you have a positive, you can't be here. You can't be in meeting rooms with other teammates. You can like eventually you're gonna do all these things. Eventually, team just gonna be like, yo, this shit, this just ain't even worth it to have you if you're not gonna get the shot. And, I, and I, you know, another thing I wish that like that's what jobs are gonna start doing. And which yeah. some jobs have done like that. That's gonna be the only way we really get it when jobs start being like, well, you can't come here unless you've got. It. Yeah, and I just feel like because I. I I bring up the, the um, uh, my man in Minnesota. Oh, the Kirk court, Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Oh, Kirk Cousins. And see, here's the thing. Like, look, man. If you have a reason, like, honestly, do we deserve to know your reason? We don't deserve to know anything. I get it. I completely get it. If you don't want to tell anybody your reason. But then again, you can't sit. You can't sit here and be like, because he's saying, "Well, I'm going to adhere to the whole thing." Oh, the reason why I got it is because we're in a small room. You, you, okay, you were in a small room and nobody was wearing masks. I mean, that which means you already have broken a rule because 
clearly you are close enough to people and you weren't wearing a mask. You can blame that on Minnesota all you want, but your punk ass won't wear a mask. So, proximity. I mean, it's just like, you're right, man. If the rules are going to force people, force the NFL, people either going to lose their jobs or they're going to get it. You know, I understand, man, if you don't want it and stuff, but then I can't see you out here being mad because you can't go to the club or you can't go to this club or you can't go to this place or you can't do this. Yo, man, that's what's like you said, that's what's going to happen. And you can call that whatever you want to call that. But when it's all said and done, it's called trying to keep the populace safe. And if the rest of us who've gotten the vaccine turn to zombies, guess what? You're going to be a hero because you're not going to be a, a zombie. But if you catch COVID, yeah, I hope you don't roll snake eyes, bro, because that's what it is. That is exactly what it is. And, you know, my thing is, you just can't whine and cry about not being able to do something. Or not, or then turn around and not doing something because you're not vaccinated. Like, I can't, I can't, you can't have it both ways. Man, this America, man, people can always find a reason to bitch. We're a country I of mean, privilege. Oh, yeah. And I, <laughs> I, I mean, I bitch more than most probably, but still, it's just like, yeah, it's, I, I'm very interested on who's going to be the first to break down that wall. But that wall's coming down. That wall's gonna come down. I mean, I mean, eventually employers are just gonna start like employers are just gonna start saying, "Hey, you can't be here." Like basically, is we just waiting for Apple, Amazon, or Google to be like, "You can't work here unless you've been vaccinated." When one of those companies do it, then it'll it'll start to spread like wildfire. Because basically, it'll be like, if they can do it, we can do it. Yep, Fortune 500 company drops it. Yep, the mom and pop down the street could be like, "Yo." We you've been here for thirty years, but you gotta get the vaccinated shot, or we can't have you here. I mean, you know, there's so many reasons to get it. Well, and old I, people, you ain't gotta worry about the person that's been working there for thirty years because old people ain't got no problem getting this shot. Which is weird, right? Oh, oh, old people been that's not weird. You know what? Cause, no, it's not because old people are like look. I ain't worried about the long term ramifications. I'm trying not to die tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't worried about fifteen years from now. I'm trying not to die tomorrow. That my and- grandma said that. That's why I'm saying because my gran my grandma, science teacher for thirty some years, she was like, "Look, there could be long term ramifications." I'm eighty six years old. I'm trying not to die tomorrow. <laughs> no wrong. I mean, that's my dad's pretty much is like, yeah. I mean, for what he's seventy two, he's like, I mean, if it worked, if it keeps me from dying tomorrow, why not? And at and at that point in time, that's what I was like. Yep. I mean, if that dude who's been on the planet longer than me says I should, he should get that that he getting it. Who am I to sit here and be like, nah, bruh, f you, f you and your in in your years of of knowledge and all that stuff. And that's where I'm. A, that's what I mean. It didn't necessarily change my mind. It just basically was like, yeah, let's get it done. And then of course going through my own personal struggles. Yeah, let's really get this shit done. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, when the sh- when the hammer drops, you know, we'll talk about it. But the question is, how soon will it be for the hammer to drop? I mean, I think honestly, it's gonna ha- it's gonna drop once the NFL has to cancel a game, and the team that's the reason why it canceled has to pay the NFL all that damn money. 
that's when some shit's gonna happen. Because when you talk about somebody else's money, is you talking about your own self? That's one thing, and that's the thing I don't get. And I understand as players, you have your own opinions and stuff. But yo, man, you messing with somebody else's money at that moment, and you know we should never count somebody else's money. But at this point in time, man, the NFL is almost making you count somebody else's money. And so, because I think literally, if that shit happens this year in the NFL, some might, I mean, you're right. They probably won't get cut, but they're going to go on, they're going to go on the injury list for the whole year and it's going to say COVID and they're not going to let them come back. I'm going to disagree depending on who it is. If it ain't the quarterback or a star player, nah, they probably getting cut. Yep. I I mean, Hey. Because see, I think I think the way the NFL has their stuff, before a billionaire is going to give up that kind of money, a lot of a lot of guys going to start giving up game checks. And when guys well, yeah. start giving up, well, game that's the thing. Checks, if a game gets canceled, nobody all gets play, All players involved do not get that game check. No, but I'm saying I'm saying that the way it's structured, I think it might happen before a game gets canceled. That could well, happen too. Because if, like I said before, if the team gets to play and you don't, you don't get a game check. That's going to raise some eyebrows. It could, and then the other thing about it is, though, like, cause they don't get game checks, and then the with the team that is found from, that team gets fined. Oh, like, I didn't realize. And okay. a, a, a like the owners got to pay some dumbass amount of money because that's TV stuff, that's TV money. So you're so the so the team, both teams are gonna lose money, but then the team where it came from is gonna lose more money so, and take a loss. And, yeah. And- and, and I mean, yeah, man. I mean, I'm happy to see Washington over 80 percent, man, for the for at least the one shot because they were like worst in the league for like a couple weeks there. And I guess some the players must have had a come to Jesus meeting with each other. <laughs> so, you know, over 80 percent has their first shot in Washington because when it's all said and done, man, yeah, it's free. But how much is it really going to cost you? Well, don't know. Um, wow. So, I'm not an animal person. (laughs) And this is one of the reasons why I'm not an animal person. Because, like, oh, man, your dog, my dog's not going to hurt anybody. Bitch, please. Like, don't come to me with that. Don't ever come to me with, my animal's not going to hurt you. You don't know what the fuck your animal's going to do. Excuse my language. So, somebody in Detroit, you know, they thought... They received a hyena. It looked like a hyena, but it wasn't. It was a dog. It was a regular dog. But still, it's like, bruh, if you thought it was a hyena, like, why'd you even take it? Because that's the report. She was like, I got a hyena. And now it's not. And it's like, why'd you even take the damn... Like, yo, I mean, no harm and no disrespect. And I know people who buy animals from other people. The S... The ASPCA, bro. I mean, just go there. They check it out. You're not gonna get something crazy. What? So was it a dot not shop? I know there are people in this world who make money off of selling animals, man. And more power to them. But yo, this woman thought she had some rabbit animal in her house, and then it comes out now it's just a regular dog because you got it from somebody you really didn't know. Yo, AS, you could have just got went to the ASPCA, got yourself a, a little cuddly dog that you know would have had all their damn shots and all that stuff. So I'm just like, 
First of all, adopt, not shop. I don't like animals, but there are places where you can go get animals from. Just don't get them from other people. And if you pay for it, like those who pay for it, I get it. But just be careful with that shit. That's all I got on that. What y'all got? I got nothing. I read it and it was like, wow. I'm glad it was only one paragraph. It was awful. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, what was well, it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the picture was so, doctored. The lady wouldn't give the no information I mean, about the you, vet. They, they, like, they, Come on, man. There's been another report that the, everything was false. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah, the, that's, that's what the paragraph. Like, I, mean, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Any, like, the story is confusing to me. So I'm just like, whatever. So basically, the original story was she got this this dog from somebody, but it made a lot of noise or whatever. And I guess somehow it was determined it was a hyena. Well, hyenas are freaking illegal, obviously, because they kill people. So, like basically it comes out that the photo was doc because it looks like a hyena on the picture like a baby hyena so it comes out that the picture was doctored to look that way and all the other stuff it was false and then you know they didn't give any real information so they they had ran it and then then did their due diligence after they ran it because they're so they're stupid <laughs> so like you got got and then you got got worse because then you had to turn around and basically yeah this was a lie and basically come they didn't even like apologize it was pretty much like yeah this is a lie and that was it i mean but when the first the story first came out like when i put it up here it was a legit story but then since then things happened in a couple days man turns out it was fake so i'm kind of glad they found out it was fake before we started talking about it so but, I mean, but did you really just do this so you could double down on your I hate animals? No, because I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, I, to, no, to be honest, I thought it was crazy that a hyena was in Detroit. There's a lot of illegal animals in this country. Yeah, that's what I just thought it was crazy that somebody just hey hey here's a dog for you. It's not a dog; it's a hyena. What the, the hell's a, a hyena doing in Detroit? Like, I I thought that was interesting, but I'm really glad they cleared this shit up before we started talking about it. Because then next week we had to come back. Yeah, that joke was false. Now we can be like, yeah, they're a bunch of fucking idiots. And then I can bring like a dot not shot. So. Now, due to the pressure. Now, let me stop. No, nah, man. No, no, no. You are not about You are not about to <laughs> yeah, he roll was. into yes, this he segment was. like this. Yes, he was. You are not about to roll into this segment like this. <laughs> Like, look, and you're shocked why we 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 know that there's one thing that you do better than anyone else and that's hate on something so this segment is not pressure this is basically us giving you a layup you acting like we asking you to do something that's out of your comfort zone that's difficult like you had to sit all day and figure out man what i'm gonna talk about today Man, you you thought about six other things that you could have talked about <laughs> just in the time we've been on this show. So this segment is why is Ruben mad today? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So Ruben, why are you mad today? I'm mad that you just tried to call me out like that because that's not the way I was going with it. But okay, we'll just go ahead and take that. Okay, why else are you mad today? <laughs> I'm not mad <laughs> about that. <laughs> Y'all funny, man. Y'all guys are funny. 
So, look, man. I'm mad at stupidity. Because this this and this this mad really started many, many moons ago when some whack woman went into a McDonald's drive-thru, poured spilled hot coffee on herself, sued McDonald's because the coffee thing didn't tell her it was hot. Even though this chick ordered hot coffee and made like $1.5 million because she spilled coffee on herself. I didn't know it was hot. What do you mean you didn't know it was hot? You ordered hot coffee. Bruh. So like, this, this reminded me so much of that incident, man. Because now people think they can just do what they want. And I'm just like, you can't. Or you're not supposed to. So this woman in Russia is mad. Suing McDonald's. You know? Suing McDonald's. Now, the reason why she is suing McDonald's is she saw this commercial, this advertisement, that made this cheeseburger look so good. She had to go and purchase it. She went, gave her money for this, and it made her break her fast during Lent. First of all, what? Okay. <laughs> like, hold on, bro. I think McDonald's like, did their job. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's is a gold scar. They really she do. Should be pay- she paid them, and then she got mad because their commercial was so good, so good, it forced her to break Lent. Look, man, I know some people who who do Lent. Man, nothing breaks Lent for them. But this woman saw a cheeseburger on a commercial. Looks so good. I got to eat that piece of meat and just go against all of my, all of my Christian, my Christian, my, my upbringing and all that. And I'm going to break Lent for this damn cheeseburger. Look, real talk. There ain't no McDonald's cheeseburger that's good enough to make me do anything. So that I don't want to do. Yeah, yeah, that I don't want to do. That, that, that didn't happen. I'm just confused. This is the point of Lent giving up something. Like, isn't it like sacrifice of temptation? Yes. Like you're supposed to be sacrificing something that yes. does tempt you. Yes. Yes. And she failed. <laughs> yes. She failed. So basically, because- she, so because she failed, she she was like, "Look, I can't go talk to God after life and tell him that I messed up." I gotta blame McDonald's. Yeah, it's McDonald's. Oh no, she's gonna have to do both. She can sue, but she's gonna (laughs) still have to do that. I mean, she blames. So what if she wins? She's gonna tell God, "Hey, like, look, that wasn't my fault." Oh, oh, because I won my case with McDonald's. Oh, I'm getting to that. Give me a second. I'm getting to that. So first of all, for those people who don't know about Lent, it's a strict period for Orthodox Christians during the following the Julian calendar. They expect to stay away from meat meat byproducts, poultry, eggs, and dairy. Literally everything I eat on a consistent basis so that for an extended period of time. Yo, I would be I, I would be starving. I couldn't do it. So she says she hasn't eaten meat in a month. Now, yes, there are questions about how much meat is in McDonald's food, but that's not the point here. Didn't she say she's done it 16 years straight successively? I mean, yeah. And and, th- and this McDonald's commercial, yo, f- for real, I want to know specifically what commercial it was. Just so I can then find the person who's responsible for making that commercial and be like, dog, you it. 
Exactly. You you the man. Winning. Like you just got this dude a raise. <laughs> oh no no, it gets better. <laughs> Hold on, man, it gets better. So like, she saw it in in April 2019. 2019. This happened two years ago. All right, two years ago, and then she's accusing a fast food giant of breaking. <laughs> Of breaking the consumer protection law and insulting her religious feelings. What? Because you looked at a commercial that was on television that you chose to watch? You could have turned from the McDonald's commercial. What? Were you strapped in a chair you couldn't move and you were forced to watch McDonald's commercial? I mean, get out of here. And she blames the company for advertising meat and animal products at a time when Christians are refraining from them. Hold on, bro. Just because you are refraining from them, the rest of us ain't. Actually, so now we actually, gotta... to be honest with you, let me, let me let me interject because all Christians don't interpret that the same way. Some some Christians interpret Lent as giving up whatever it is you want the most. You want to give up? Yep. So yeah, you, that's why I said, you know, whatever whatever temptation, you know, you, you you're trying to give up something as a sacrifice. Exactly. Yeah, but for Orthodox christians they give up all that yeah and, that, and that's great for you but that ain't my fault that ain't my problem that ain't my problem and so ain't madonna's problem either the world is supposed to bend to your religion exactly yes and on top of i mean now that you say it like that it makes perfect sense <laughs> <laughs> and she is requesting a thousand rubles as compensation for sustained moral damage hold on so 14 dollars gonna clear that all up for you Bruh, $14. <laughs> $14. Oh, wait a Why? minute. So, there was a comment. So you, there was a comment down there that said $13.62. So 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 basically you're saying you want a quarter pound of large hap, large meal. Yes. That's what you want. Yes. I mean, yeah, you know, they bit. they should they right. should literally give her like a month's supply of like that's large cold. fries. That's cold. And uh, and and quarter pounds. Basically just say, look, we we can't do that. But what we can do is we can make sure you can get all the McDonald's you want for the next month. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. See, that's not that's not how I, I would do it. Because I'm going to be that guy right now. I'm going to be that D-bag. I'm going to give you unlimited supply of burgers and fries, burgers, fries, shake for the month of April. Every April, you can go to any McDonald's and get this. Yes, because I'm a douchebag. <laughs> And you can't eat none of that in April, so I'm gonna tempt you for the rest of your life. McDonald's should find where she lives and buy the place next door and put a McDonald's there. <laughs> hey, but hey, how about you ban her from McDonald's and every time but Lent? How about that? And then on top, on top of all that, she said, "Quote: By this point, I had already been fasting for a month. When I saw an advertising banner, it wasn't even commercial." She saw some shit outside, <laughs> a picture outside of a damn burger. It was like, I could not help myself. I visited McDonald's and bought a cheeseburger. What? Well, that's the you operative. You went and did that. Nah, man. She said she could not help herself. They ain't got nothing to do with McDonald's. Hold on. She could not help. So basically, the, the thing that God gave us, which is free will, but she's saying all of a sudden McDonald's took that from her? Yes. <laughs> I had no idea McDonald's had that much power, but yes. So, McDo so McDonald's is more powerful than God. Yes. I'd be damned. 
So, I had no idea. It, make, it makes perfect sense. I'm I mean, saying, man, if you're a sex addict and you run out home, and then that's God's fault. It's not. It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Kirk Franklin said it was God's fault. No, it's not. So, so how are you gonna see it say it's McDonald's fault? Because, see, because and, like Moby said, no, not you, not you. I'm talking about the chick. I know, but I'm just saying. It's just like Moby said. As long as you bend your will to my religion, my feelings, my whatever, then we're all good here. And you know what makes it all this is worse? And what makes all this worse is she. I'm I'm hating on her because she feels that she is better than the rest of us, and she's. I mean, really, this is in Russia. <laughs> you ain't got no. From from what I understand, I ain't never been there. I've just heard stories. They're not democratic, so you you like have some kind of power over yourself, but no, like who are you <laughs> to sit here and be like? Yeah, you know, I control this. The only thing you control was not eating meat, dairy, something that had was came from a face, and you couldn't even do that right. And then it's somebody else's fault, bro. I just want to know what, what what's fourteen dollars gonna fix? I mean, like, like I I don't I don't know her financial situation. I don't know what the economy like. I mean, I know Russia's economy is the greatest, but like, is this fourteen dollars like? Is that? pain and suffering because i know that yes. meal she got didn't cost 14 dollars. yes it so, was pain and suffering so she tacked on like an additional what seven dollars for pain and suffering no it wasn't i'm sorry it wasn't pain and suffering it was sustained moral damage that's priceless so, i don't so, even know what but, that is so her morals her morals only cost 14 dollars. her morality is cheap apparently her morality is cheap i know some people's morality is cheap and i don't want to mention it on this show just saying I mean, long as you ain't talking about anybody up on this show. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. There's, there's some people sure. whose morality is cheap, and they ain't talking about this. $14. Yes. $14. No, nope. you're, you're doing all this bullshit cents. for $14. Yes. I hate you. <laughs> it's not, you know what? This, this segment didn't really start out real good for me because I totally agree. It's no fun when I agree with Ruben. Yeah, this is you no got, fun. Yeah, you, you, you gotta got, pick you, a better you, thing. Yeah, man. you you got you gotta hate on something that only you find a way to hate on. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was the only one that's feeling ridiculous right now because it's yeah, actually you, true. You actually have a great point all the way through. Yeah, th- this is worthy of hate. Like, you gotta find something that's only worthy of your hate. <laughs> like, like different flavored peeps that you know get you bent out of shape. Yeah, or, yeah. Little kids that play with their stuffed animals, like Christopher Robbins, and you know, like you gotta something, something that only you can, like. Look, where's a Morris Chestnut story? Let's find one. Wow. <laughs> this, this I mean, he's been this, in a movie in like eight years, man. So I guess he's, he's on TV good. show. Which one? Is he on Grey's Anatomy or something? I don't watch it. I, I don't. I don't know. I I try not to watch. He's Morris on. He's Chestnut. on somebody's show right now. I try not to watch anything more as Chestnut because I don't want Ruben to not be my friend. Wow. <laughs> Long as he ain't winning, I don't care. But according to you, he's always winning when he's on the screen. Which even, means- even when he's dying, he's winning. So even when he loses his wife, he's winning. It don't matter. Like Basically, you just saying if he's on camera, he's winning. Somebody about to rob you? probably Morris Chestnut out there I mean, like why you hating on me bro <laughs> you know how hard it was for us, a dark skinned man like myself to break into the industry <laughs> and you out here hating on me 
Oh my goodness, this is so funny. But yeah, that's yeah, that's that's yeah. why I hate on today. Yeah, I'm gonna that's need you like tomorrow. I'm gonna need you to hate on something better. Cause you can't hate on something that's universally hated on. Cause I don't know nobody that's gonna read this story and be like, "Oh yeah, man, she got a real good point." I'm like sorry. somebody might read this story and be like, "Yo, I hate McDonald's," but that's a, that ain't got nothing to do with her. Well, I'm sorry that my hate wasn't good enough for y'all today. It wasn't, man. Do better. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah, try. you're better than this, man. I've seen I've seen you hate on things that I thought were literally making up a word unhateable. I've seen you hate on things I thought were unhateable. Though I've seen you you you've like bitched about a puppy for like 10 minutes, man. Yeah, when we, when we were actually roommates, man, somebody had a puppy outside without a leash. You came in the house and was mad as hell that a puppy was running around without a leash cuz you was like, I don't care it's a little dog. People think, "Man, you hated on it for like 10 minutes. It was a puppy, man." I don't remember that. I'm not saying I didn't. I just I don't remember <laughs> that. Because I mean, I probably did. So I'm not going for it. So question of the week. AG, what's the question of the week? Question of the I week. I forgot it. Is that why you wrote that down <laughs> the way you did? You forgot. I, sure did. I forgot. <laughs> no, he's lying to you, but I'm not, I'm not. What he really did is he wrote it down, but he couldn't read his own handwriting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I will leave that alone. Hey man, they say they say doctors don't have good handwriting because they're smart. Then what's your excuse? Ouch! I'm smart. Ouch! The hate that that's being generated around here is rough. (laughs) The question that I had that you forgot was: Are black people um, obligated to like black art even when they don't? because it's black and because the way we fail we won't get another chance if we do so are we obligated to like black art no matter what that is whether movies it's a painting whatever it is are we obligated to that all right i'm gonna i'll go first um because as soon as you started saying i did remember that was a question because i forgot too wait a minute (laughs) you talk about this man like a dog you forgot too Hey, I didn't forget because I couldn't read my own handwriting. And my, honestly, I just didn't write it down. Because, <laughs> look, it's not me. It's not my job to take the show notes. He's right there. <laughs> He's got you there. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. You had one job, bro. He could He could have just said, yeah, I didn't remember. And just started going to his answer. But he had to go and just throw out blame everywhere. You know, that's okay. I'll take it. At least you're not saying I'm attacking you. You know, you, here's some blame for you. Here's some blame for you. Don't forget you back there. I mean, I work with somebody like that, so I'm used to it. I mean, look, I, I've been married for a long time, so I'm used to getting blamed. So every once in a while, I got to throw it somewhere else, man. And, so and there it is. That's a whole bunch of not my fault. So, all right. But you know what was your fault? Not being it, not writing this topic down in a legible mean, handwriting. And I, but I've already said that. <laughs> but I've already said that. So. But yeah, I'm going to answer this question in two ways. Yes, we are obligated to, unfortunately, because we do know the reality is that we typically only get one shot. Um, Unfortunately, I also disagree with it because we also live in a generation that has redefined what the word hate is. 
And, and what I mean by that is like, if you do something that you, you know, like if you AG are artist and you play your song for me and I go not feeling it instead of me just being somebody who's not feeling it, I am then called a hater. That is not what the definition of hate is. Hater is if your song becomes successful and I'm still out here trying to convince people that it sucks. Now I'm a hater. But if you just play something, I'm just like, man, that ain't for me, man. I ain't really feeling it. That's not a hater. But unfortunately, that's how we in our community have defined what hate is now. So, yeah, sometimes I do feel like we as black people feel obligated to support black things no matter what. Some of us, because some of us out here, I mean, there's some people who think, you know, white people ice water colders so they gonna hate on all black people stuff <laughs> why are you bringing out rope up in here man? some people ice well, white people ice water is cold yo look man we 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 all have been and usually it's a family member we've all been around somebody who just can't find no redeeming quality in any black business or anything like everything is always i gotta go to what the white people do maybe you don't have that person but i have that i've had that person in my family that just for some reason thinks that white people stuff is always better than black people stuff no matter what now not family member but i have witnessed it so yeah yeah it's just like no matter what the the white people stuff is better like hey you want to go get something to eat let's go over there to um whatever his name no let's go over there because i know they got good stuff because you know i don't deal with them black people over there they always late it's, it's always one in the crew it's like they always late it's slow it's overpriced got too much seasoning i ain't never heard no black person say that actually though yeah that's true that, that, that's probably inaccurate everything <laughs> else is good though everything else is good though too but much no, seasoning. I, I, so, so sometimes you know and i'm guilty of it too sometimes as a black person i do want to support black things just because it's black and it's it's you know i guess white people might think that's some white person might think that's kind of racist but no it's really just like you said because i know we only get one shot at this thing so yeah i want to support somebody that looks like me because i know if i don't they ain't got a chance to hell and i do want to make an addendum to this too because when you said when you were saying some of the examples you were saying i was like eh, well it's hard for black people to fail once and be one and done and if it's food but like if there was a black cricket player or somewhere you're doing something that is predominantly white like movie making is a great example yeah if we fail doing something like that especially where it's white financed you have to get somebody that's white to sign off on a hundred million dollars or how much of a movie how much ever a movie costs nowadays when black people fail they tend to fail one time and you'll never hear from them again at that level it's like nfl head coaches man right exactly you'll never see you, you can see a white nfl of, head coach can fail three four five times they'll just keep reshuffling that dude they'll repackage him and ship him out there on somebody else's team there it is and that so i just wanted to put that little thing out there because i think it matters because like if if I go to a black restaurant and I start tripping and never come back, there's going to be another one. That's food. I can probably say, man, they fried chicken is busted, but this place over here, and they black too, this place over here is, is the bomb. Those people can come back and do shrimp. It'll be fine. 
but doing he, something you got a point with a food place yeah but like you know you know what obama is a good example of it and i'm not saying this as like a, a negative but there are a lot of pe- black people who first of all we know a lot of black people just showed up to vote just because he was black like because there's some people who didn't know shit about his politics they was just like he black we vote but once he was president as a black guy there were some policies and things that he did because i actually was following politics that i didn't agree with but you know what i wouldn't do i wouldn't come out here in public and say it exactly <laughs> because i was just like nope i ain't giving these white people no other reason exactly it's yeah, the same reason why he didn't say nothing when he was giving the public union address and the, and the and the congressman was like, "You lie!" And he never said anything to him. Yep, because he'd be an angry black man. He should have torn him a new yeah. one, but he, he he can't. When you're when you're black, you can't you can't turn nobody a new he, one. He he did he did give him the universally recognized black man look. He gave him that side eye. Actually, he did. He kind of pointed and looked the other way. He didn't even no, do that. No, no, no. That, that's universal because that basically was like, "Look, I deal with you later." <laughs> yeah. Okay. I can see that, but it's it, like I said, man. It's a strange, it's a strange dynamic with uh. Black but but you're right. Like you know, I, I do feel, I do. I personally just answer myself. I do feel like more inclined or obligated to like support black things. What about you, Ruben? We got. I don't really feel inclined that I have to support black things. Um, because you a like, hater, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> but I, I will say that I don't automatically say all black things are terrible or all black things are great I mean I, I think that it just you know some stuff is all about you gotta test it out you gotta try it and see what's up um, you know but oh that's a new black steakhouse I'm not going there cause it's black I mean let's be real if it's food I'm probably more inclined to go there cause that means it's probably going to be good. Um, you know, but you get there and the service sucks or whatever. That's a different story. Um, but I would say this. What annoys me. I think what annoys me more is when we are, as black people, when we have a, a platform and then we put out garbage. That shit probably annoys me more than anything else. Because like, I know, like last episode, episode before, like, you know, the girlfriends was brought up. But most people don't know that the girlfriends was done by the dude who did Frasier, you know, um, which is funny because they think that the black the girlfriends were done by black people. No, they were acting in the show, but they weren't. It wasn't executive produced by a black person. It was executive produced by a white people and, and stuff like that. So it's like, but then I look at stuff. I try to give some like BET is so hard, man. BET, there are certain things. I give certain things a shot on BET, but if I look at once again, if you have a commercial, commercial with 15 seconds, that's going to determine whether I look at that or not. Because if I see a whole bunch of shenanigans that I don't want, I don't, I don't want to deal with, then I ain't watching that crap. You see, like, but some of what you're talking about is financial things, like like quality of things. Sometimes is is really dictated by your finances. Well, I, but I but I disagree because you can not have a lot of money but put out a good product, you know. So it's one. I mean, 
because when it's all said and done, what's your finance? You can have great finances or pitiful finances, but if your story is well done, you got people who are acting to the best of their ability, and it looks the story itself looks interesting. They give you a hook, something to make me turn to that channel, and that's the thing about it. That's what I feel like we probably lose more, especially as far as media goes. That's why we take our L's because, yo, man, there's some stuff that has, that has come on TV, and I'm just like, and I see the 15-minute clip, and I'm just like, I don't want nothing to do with that shit. Like, literally, I look at it. But, that, but that's marketing. And so, and, I mean, and, mar and marketing is money. <laughs> well, hold, hold, hold up, man. But on your commercial, you're not putting the worst shit you have on the commercial. You're putting some, you're supposed to put somewhere near the best or the best stuff you have on the commercial. So if that's the best you got, you put down a commercial, then your product is ass. And that's not just with blank, it's with white and everything. You know, cause like a AG said earlier, like the Suicide Squad. Yo man, if you just looked at the commercials, that shit looks like money. I watched it Friday. I'm glad I didn't spend my money. To go see it because if i had to spend money to go see it i would be i would have been highly disappointed not that the movie was horrible but if i had to spend 12 dollars to go see that shit i would have been pissed <laughs> like but, i mean i know you don't i know you, you can't seem to realize there's a correlation between money and marketing but if you have good money you generally can have more creative people that do better things with marketing you have more of a platform for marketing because just like suicide squad man i've been seeing commercials plashing all over the place for that so like after a while like you know it's, it's a marketing machine well yeah but, but but that's not i guess what i'm saying though like for instance that show on bet um the family the I can't remember the full name of it. It came out a couple years ago. Family Values about a black family who owned a car, um, a car dealership, but really they were kind of like the mob. They were doing a whole bunch of drugs, you know, selling drugs, stuff like that. Yeah, man, when I saw that commercial, I was like, oh, okay. Because what they showed on it int was intriguing to me. And that was an all black cast, pretty much that sort of thing. And so I watched like two or three seasons of it. I thought that was interesting, and then when you watch it, the present—they didn't have the best money ever, but the presentation of what they had was good. And of course, they had Ernie Hudson, the Black Ghostbuster, in it. So you know, you always got to give half a chance right there. But it's just one of those things where, I mean, yeah, I understand the marketing part, but you don't have to have a whole bunch of great, a whole bunch of money to put out great shit like you know what I'm saying? But, you're but you're comparing it to stuff that does have that money so you're basically asking people to do less with more but you're going to compare it to the people who have more and i feel like that's what that's what we run into all the time and i don't disagree with you because i do just i do agree that there's some things that i consider trash because i just i just think it's, i don't like it but i do also acknowledge the fact that sometimes people are asked to do less with more and I can't necessarily compare it to the like if somebody had a $10 million budget as opposed to somebody who had a $50,000 budget it's really unfair for me to compare those two things although naturally I'm going to well and, and see I guess the thing about that is a lot of that once again yeah there's a budget situation but if you're if your marketing is based on clips of 
the presentation, then if your clips are shit, then it's going to look like shit. If your clips are compelling, it's going to look compelling. Yes, the Suicide Squad had a lot of compelling clips, but as you watch the movie, the clips and the 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 market the the that part of the marketing in the movie doesn't necessarily the commercials give you something what you think it's going to be it's going to be completely different you know and that's what i'm saying it's like oh it looks interesting but when you watch the movie it's kind of average you know once again and they spent a shit ton of money on that movie and it's average you know that's all i'm saying I, i just think that i think that as a whole we could do better um as far as um just coming out with quality stuff like we tv's got this all black channel all b a l l b l k and you know they talk about that quite a bit they're putting money marketing behind that and you see commercials for it but there's just no way in this world i would watch anything on that because all the from the commercials that i've seen none of that shit looks interesting to me and i hate to say it is usually when those commercials come on I'm watching some already hot garbage on Wii TV, such as like, what's it called? Uh, Love Up After Lockup. I mean, that is hot garbage. And the commercials for the all black channel are worse than that. And I'm just like, so that's what I'm saying, man. We but just outside, outside of TV shows, like, do you feel more inclined to support black people when they're do it? Like AG said, when they're in industries that are typically dominated or typically only white people like if you're watching if if you turn on the channel right now and hockey's on and you're not really super interested in hockey but you see one hockey black hockey player out there are you more inclined to be like rooting for that dude no because i don't really i mean i don't i don't dislike hockey but i don't follow hockey and there's more than one black player now so it's like i'm not saying that i'm just saying i'm just saying when you see it are you more inclined to like or matter of fact if there is a hockey team right now that had the most black players on their team and like six people on their team right now would you be like i'm more inclined to root for that team no i'm just not i mean that doesn't determine what i'm inclined to do i guess theoretically and that's cool i I just feel like that was more of what the question was yeah i mean yeah I, i i guess i don't really push toward the color of the people i mean i push more toward is it interesting for me to listen to watch or listen to like music we are we talk about music all the damn time this this mumble rap shit no i don't care if you white black puerto rican asian or purple i ain't listening to that shit (laughs) but that's what, what i'm saying is that's within the rap game the rap game is dominated by black people yeah, yeah, but, but that's I'm talking about terrible. stuff that's not I realize that. But what I'm saying is when we when we find someone that is dominating or at least in the conversation in something that's predominantly white. That's that's really the core of the question. Yeah, because like when Tiger Woods first came out, I know shit about golf for real. But you best believe when Tiger was on, I wanted him to win. And he didn't even claim us like that, but I'm just like, bro, you close enough. No, I don't think I do that a lot, if, if if at all, really. Not nah, not that I can think of. I mean, yeah, I like Tiger Woods because he could play golf. I mean, he was black; that was a plus. But 
I don't watch golf like that. So is, I didn't stop because he was on it. Well, Karen's I on. Guess. So I'm thinking this is Karen, right? KY Burrell? Yeah. And she's just, I mean, she just told us what she thought. I may not like something black, but I more than likely will support black to allow more opportunities for better things. And that, I, I feel like that's where I'm at most of the time. Now, don't get me wrong. My support has limits. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> once you fail, once you fail my support, I'm like, no, nah, I can't. I can't keep supporting this. See, I think I feel more like that. You know, I feel like I feel more like, yeah, you know, you got not because for me, I guess they're just you get a couple shots. But that's if you're black, white, Puerto Rico, Asian. That's not true. But I mean, that's not true. You don't. You get one shot for me. I mean, for you, but, but that's not yeah. that's not true in the world, man. That's what I'm trying to say. Because- it's, it's, see, I kind of I kind of treat things like I want them to be. So I'll be honest, like I'll probably give black people more opportunity. Like you might feel, I'd be like, all right, maybe it was a bad day. Let's try it again. But I'm, I'm probably the opposite when it comes to, to non-black things. Like you fail me once, I'm like, I'm, I'm done with you. You're dead to me. Because you have more opportunities coming. You exactly. Know it. <laughs> it's like when you throw away a meal, and it's like because you throw away the meal that you don't like, but the only reason you threw it away is because you know you're gonna have another one tomorrow. It would be exactly. different if you knew that that was the last one you're gonna have for a week. You're not throwing that away. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And that's really the crux of the question because it's like a lot of times when black people make when black people make something that's bad, a lot of us don't say it's awful because we know in this particular environment the opportunities are scarce. Or that might be the first one and it might be the last one because it sucked. That is not the white experience. The brown experience and the white experience in, in some places that are dominated by white folks is not the same. So do and from that, do we, and you've already answered the question, but I just want to finish it up by saying that that's really important because like I said before, if you say you don't like this black owned chicken shack, it doesn't matter. The opportunities are going to be there for you to go somewhere else. And for that person to start again, if you're talking about a half a billion dollar budget to make a film, wrong answer. Number one, they try to figure out if black people won't even would want to even see it for real. And then they're going to turn around and it's like bet the farm on a black director, writer, and producer. Oh, hell no. They have to have all these receipts to do anything where they don't have to have those receipts on the white side of things. That's all I'm saying. But you answered the question, so we're good. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, man. What's on your mind, Ruben? What's on your mind, man? What's on my mind? So, put Karen really, laughing. I mean, <laughs> you know, because y'all funny. Um, I guess what's on my mind today is I the last two nights that I've, I've already talked to Moby about it, but the last so last night. So first of all, let's start with this because I couldn't figure out where I wanted to go with it. Let's start with this. Children should not be watching sci-fi after 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday at 7 p.m. on Sundays. They shouldn't be. They just shouldn't be. All right? And I know where I was like, sci-fi, what's it? So, last night before um, UFC came on and stuff like that, I was switching channels. I really wasn't watching Olympics. And Bad Boys 2 was on. 
sci-fi. No, Bad Boys, the first one. First of all, the first one's a classic. And on top of all that, it's really, really funny. Now, I'm a, I'm, I was going to say another statement about that's one of Will's top three best movies. But I was then overruled and thought differently of it. So I would definitely say top five. But some people may still think I'm wrong, but I don't care. So I'm going to give it top five of one of his best movies. And that was like his real first movie, too. So, yo, man, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. And they had the first scene where they're in the car and um, Martin Lawrence is eating a burger and fries in the man's car. And he drops the fry down there. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. Did I hear? I hear motherfucker. Wait a minute. Hold on. I checked my I checked my handy dandy remote control. I didn't realize I put it on HBO. No. This shit was on sci-fi. And I was like, oh, we just dropping F-bombs and MF-bombs at 8 o'clock at night now. And I was like, okay. And I thought at first... Maybe I just heard it because I know the movie pretty well and all that stuff. Maybe maybe it's just me. But no. No, no. They kept blowing up the F-bombs and stuff like that. And I'm just like, yo. I understand sci-fi is truly cable TV. But I ain't realize they relax stuff like that. To the point where you can just play the whole version of the old, you know, old joint. And I was just like, wow. And so today, at 5 o'clock, Bad Boys 1 was on. I was like, well, let me look at it again. No, it was a clean version. The cleaner version. They did say shit, but they didn't say no F-bombs. But then, at 7.30, Bad Boys 2 came on. The F-bombs are back. And I'm just like, we're F-bombing before the sun goes down now. And it's not on cable television. Like, and... And then, like I said, me and Moby were talking about it. And I was like, bro, last week it was Harry Potter. So kids were watching Harry Potter on sci-fi. So one week is Harry Potter all weekend when I think they may have said all of like three curse words and all of that. And then next week, we're just throwing F-bombs like Oprah's giving cars away. So I was, I was just in shock. I was a complete shock. And... You know, then I was reminded, well, they curse on radio. Well, I don't listen to Russia Radio for, for the most part, so I don't even know. I mean, but I know they ain't throwing F-bombs at, at 7 o'clock at night. They may do that at 10, because they're still stupid, but whatever. And I'm just like, the world has changed, man. Next thing you know, you're going to wake up in the morning at 9 o'clock, have your coffee on ESPN, and they're going to be throwing F-bombs on ESPN. And I want to be there for that because I think it would be hilarious but it just goes to show how much as a as a people and a populace we really have just become so desensitized to everything because when you know the sun's still shining outside and you're listening to something that's not HBO or HBO and they're throwing F-bombs out I mean where we at? Where are we at in this world? I'm just saying, but you just basically said you waiting for those ESPN highlights to come and on the top 10 countdown and number one be like, oh, he dunked on his ass. 
<laughs> I would pay money lie. to hear that. I, thank you, thank you, AG. Because that's exactly man, what I'm thinking about. I'm telling, I'm telling you, man. If I heard, I, and rest in peace, Stuart Scott, man. But if Stuart Scott was here to say that, I would, I would, pay, I would pay money to hear that. that if, if for stuff like that, that's why DVR was created. Oh man, that's hilarious. Oh, that's all day. So yeah, we may be closer to that than we think. You know, um, all I can say is I ain't got kids, but if you got kids, you need to be monitoring what they watch, what what channels they turn to. And I mean, if you got to put the little joint on it where they can't turn to certain things, or like, because I think you can even label it. So if something has like a certain rating, you know, and it's there, and I guess they're quote unquote in control of it at the time, it won't even let them turn it on. That's what we need to start doing, man. If you if you feel like you want to cage your kids up like that, or you know they're just at a certain age they shouldn't be hearing that because at five years old they shouldn't be turning, you know, to see Martin Lawrence call somebody mf'er and you know Wesley Snipes Pastor Fifty Seven and give me a motherfucking handy wipe. I mean they shouldn't be hearing that at five, but this shit's funny. So that's all I'm saying, man. It's it's not horrible. It's just it's just funny. Uh, the world has changed, man. Back in my day. When I was a kid, you couldn't even hear GD. Now it's all over the place. Man, you hear GD at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And also, on a second thought, secondary thought, before I, I move on, I like the fact that we that we mic up players. Maybe we need to stop micing up players in, at certain times because, yo, man, during the Olympics, there are a lot of F-bombs. Oh, and the TBT, man, I heard the N-word so much, I thought it was my first name. And now, because everybody's mic'd up, and all those people are talking, and they just, yo, my, never, never, I was like, what? And I'm, I'm looking at ESPN, and I'm just like, you know, I understand people want to be up in there. Nah, bro, we can't be up in there no more. We, we, we can't be in huddles, man, because, <laughs> yeah, we can't be up in huddles, man. Because, yeah, we, we just can't do it. That's all I'm saying. Football huddles, basketball huddles. I mean, I don't, unless it's a pay per view and people are paying to see it, we don't even do that. And WWE be bleeping that out. And I'm just like, bro, somebody paid $50 to watch you. You better not bleep out anything. But they do. And it's kind of funny. You know, but hey, it is what it is, bro. I'm, I'm going to pass it off, pass this off to Moby. I mean that was a that was a weird handoff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in the art of sports, I figured I'd just dish it. Yeah, that was a no look pass right there for real. Did he hit you in the face with it? Yeah, I won't. I won't. I won't ready for it. But um, all right, what's on my mind? Um, come back to a familiar topic for me. I've talked about um, hip hop and my affinity with um rap music but i've realized that i'm officially like people who are in my age group are officially the grandparents of hip-hop um well what does that make me i uh, see out you are a ancestor wow no and, and, and i can put it in terms because i wasn't born like into the birth of hip-hop like hip-hop started when i was like before i was born 
but I was close enough to it where I know it. Like, like when you bring up original founding fathers of hip hop, I know it. I can tell you the songs. You know, I can tell you the relevance of it. Every most people, the consensus like prime of hip hop was like mid nineties, early two thousands. That is when people say hip hop was at its peak. And what I mean by that is, no, I'm not saying that's when hip hop was the best. What I'm saying is that is when hip hop was allowed to branch in all different directions. That that is when hip hop wasn't just one thing. It was allowed to go in many different directions. Many different regions started to become popular. West Coast, Southern. People started infusing more things with their music. So literally, that the mid-90s to early 2000s when hip-hop really just found its wings and flew everywhere. That's what I grew up in. I grew a, up... That, that was a quote of a troop song. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> my yes, ways. it was. Yeah, I'm, and fly I'm away. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for catching my 80s reference to my <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there. But so I'm officially a grandparent of rap now because I was there for the branch off prom. I remember like all the founding fathers. I'm talking to people who listen to hip hop now who have no idea about Grandmaster Flash. They have no idea like the African Bambada sample is on city girls twerkalator and i'm just like this is one of the greatest samples ever planet rock is like this was monumental and the city girls have turned it into the twerkalator i am a grandparent of hip-hop now and i don't know how i feel about that because now i'm officially the person that's trying to get everybody to come to the family reunion and everybody <laughs> telling me they busy <laughs> I mean, cause, I mean, t- technically, that, that's what the grandparents are doing. They yeah. trying to get everybody to yeah. come to the family reunion and everybody telling me they too busy. So all the people who listen to today, Mumble Rap and, and Migos and, and all these dudes whining and singing over hooks, rhythmically, kind of, and, and people who can't rap on beat, the baby. Um, <laughs> all these people, I'm trying to get them to come to the family reunion, not because I'm judging them, because I really just want them to know, like, hey, you, you know, there was a time when we rapped on beat there was a time <laughs> when people enunciated the, the, i mean there was a time when like we actually cared about who the dj was there was a time where like producers didn't get sampled like like you didn't have to call out who the dj who the producer was like it didn't have to say Louisiana on the track it didn't have to say you know muscled on the beat like you just knew by the sound who this producer was because we cared that much about it like hip-hop now when a song comes on every song is from a sample so i have to listen literally listen to the song for 15 seconds before i know if it's the original or somebody sampled it again yeah which really is confusing because that was part of the nostalgia of music like a, a beat came on and within the first two or three notes you knew exactly what it was you were like oh now something comes on i'm like wait wait Wait, <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on. I need to know who's no, no, never mind. Fake hold, me out. Hold on for a second. Hold on. Like City Girls Twerkalator came on today, and I wasn't thinking. I'm driving. I'm just what in my in the mood. blue hell is that? First of all, they they sampled Planet Rock, African Bobadis beat. So the beat came on at first, and I'm like, oh, they about to get it in. And then, <laughs> and then the City Girls, it's time for the Twerkalator. I'm just like, come on, bro. Like <laughs> they about you to do, get it in. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Like first, first of all, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna draw the line when somebody samples back that ass up. When somebody takes that, because when that doom, 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 when that comes on, that can only be back that ass up. If anybody else samples that, I'm done with hip hop. But I'm telling you, man, I need uh, that. I need that to stay the same. It's not going to. Because I listened, we watched the uh, the Power Universe on uh, Stars, and so they on the uh, book three right now, right? Raising Canaan, right? The intro beat, the baseline is from something I know that I knew twenty five years ago that was hot. They not even waiting thirty years, thirty five years. They, they ten or fifteen years, and it's all bets are off, man. I'm telling you, I'm telling. Hold on, man. Hold on. You telling me that these hoes? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, we, hold on. We, don't, we don't know them like that. For, they for, could be bitches. I don't what? Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm just both saying, of y'all, or, both or, of y'all or, going or to HR. Or they, could, or they could be respectable young ladies. You don't know that. So See, let's I just w- call let's just call them city girls because that's the name that they asked us to. So these hoes <sighs> took yeah, the planet rock beat and Called it the twerky later. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's exactly what I just told you. I, I just lost like five years of my life, man. Like <laughs> just hearing that statement. Like I can't even imagine how. Oh, boy. I don't. I can't even imagine how that happens. Like, yo, man, there just be some people. Yeah, why can't they just be like the Rolling Stones, man, and be like, no. And if you do, we're going to sue you for everything you own and you're never going to make money off it. I don't care how great it is. And, and I'm going to tell you why. Because because our culture now, that would be deemed as hating. <laughs> that allowed, would be deemed as hating. They're allowed to sample it, man. It's it, Planet Rock is almost 40 years old. Bruh. Yeah. I'm just saying. Nah, man. It kind of is gotta, the point, man. Hold on. Hold, it's hold old, on, man. First of all, Karen's hit. Look. Y'all have y'all have a lady on the line. Call her by once her again. Names. I said I said let's call them city girls, and then he gonna double down on his these garden utensils. Well, we have been spoken to, so <laughs> let's move on. Hold on, man, but stop. Yeah, Karen says bun art samples pay for. It. Yes, they are. So some no, some, they have to get permission. Nowadays, permission. nowadays they are. Well, yeah, I mean, they yeah, but they have to get permission. They got to clear from the right. people who I realize that. Well, also, and actually, they can say it, no. Actually, it depends on who owns the masters of it. Because they gotta get if, you, if you don't own the master on music, like your label could just say, "Sure, we'll take that check." Yeah, exactly. And that's the difference between Rolling Stones and <laughs> everybody else, man. Well, what I'm saying I is, mean, is, is because you have to figure if somebody is in the game and they're 20 and they're sampling something they just heard that's 30 years old. These girls ain't never heard that. See, that's I was I was just about to say. That's the thing. The artists who are sampling stuff ain't hearing like props to the producers. Like the producers, you know, the unsung heroes of this thing, you know, they hear it and they're like, yo, I'm gonna sample this. I wanna take this. But like I'm convinced that a lot, a lot of the artists are sampling stuff and they don't even know what the original was. Which look, I don't care. Like part of me is like happy that we're keeping it. That we are recycling some of those stuff to bring it back, but but then I'm like, we're not paying tribute to it. Like nah. in the in the '90s, like look, say what you want about Diddy, but when we when he sampled things, like it was tribute paid to it. Like they would yeah. they would make a reference in the song about it, or they would or they would keep the hook kind of the same. Like they would do something where it's like, oh, okay, 
we kept the nostalgia of this track like now no well just, i can't i can't really put that on the young people either because i'm old enough to know when they was they was killing james brown financially and tribute wise yeah so that's not true <laughs> i'm not gonna say that about young people because i'm old i'm gonna say oh, that oh. because it's laziness and it's, it's just disrespectful all i'm saying is and, and hold up and then it got to the point where it got old enough to where people didn't even understand where the the amen break came from they didn't understand where all these breaks came from and they just thought it was just hip-hop james brown got drowned in all that all those all those r&b yeah. players and stuff like that all those r&b records just got buried because time had passed and the people who were responsible were being irresponsible so yeah i can't put that on the young people go ahead ruben i'm just saying anybody like they need to get approval okay we'll let you sample but we want to hear the final song before we give our approval because some people some, do who own their own masters some i mean people because do, do that yo man planet rock turned to the twerking bruh man look they probably did everything they were supposed to do at this point in history that they don't mean they, they should want. do it though. but if, if somebody think it's hot and if it's making money somebody should do it period You'll be oh, okay, God. Ruben. You'll be okay. I, I want to listen to it so I can hate on it. I more. mean, I mean, it's just like when French Montana <laughs> took Uncle Luke's, you know, "Don't Stop" pop that. He heard it on the radio first before he even like first time Luke heard it. Yeah, Luke's hearing his own voice being sampled on the hook that just for mean, the first time man, on the radio. That just means you old. <laughs> That's what that means. It means that you're old. Now that also means that you know Luke ain't in control of his stuff. Like he should have been. Either way, when you when when something happens like that, that means enough time has passed. Everybody doesn't. Everybody doesn't know the history. They just and that's know why I said cool. I'm officially now a grandparent. I totally agree. Of hip hop, I I, totally I am the person at the family union. Like yo yo, let me. Oh, you think that's? Let me show you what the original was like. <laughs> just saying. But. It, it's it's a it's a weird place where like i don't feel that old but like when i listen to music i'm like I, every time i turn on the radio like the actual fm radio i feel like i'm a relic don't do like it I, i'm like a fossil like i'm just i'm just a carved out piece of stone that somebody found because i'm listening to music going they're they they can't really be feeling this but I know they are. And I also don't want to be going back to the whole, I guess, hate thing. I also don't want to be the old dude that's like, oh, back in my day, music was music because I realized that there was a generation before me that said the same shit to me. Exactly. So exactly. I don't want to be that guy. But like now I'm just like, where, where's the art? Because I, I, I at least feel like in, in my heyday, the older people might have not liked the music but i don't think they thought it some of it wasn't art now of course there's some people who are just purists who don't think anything that's not what they like was art but like i don't hear the artistry and stuff now at all like now i feel like everybody's just in a, it almost feels motownish it said motown made good music like it feels like it's like a factory where everybody's just trying to make it sound the same and like I said, and I guess because I was around in the late 90s, early 2000s, everybody was branching off, like hearing everything sound the same is lame to me. 
but like to this generation that's like that's what they want to hear i want i want to hear some dude auto-tuned who can't really sing rapping his verse that i could barely hear he's whining or he's mumbling and that's a hit and they're making up words well we don't have that word for it I don't I don't know if they're making up words because I can't understand the words. Well trying to <laughs> I'm sorry. That annoys me so much. What trying to? Oh god. I mean look, man, I grew up in the age of fitness. So I mean I can't I can't be too hypocritical because Lord knows I done said fitness a few times. No, nope, see that's different. That's uh Why is it different? Because it's, it's not different, different because it's yeah, yeah it is. It's different in because my, you used it. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever used it, but, but nah, man, trying to, Hey, I'm not trying to do nothing. How about I'm not trying to do what's if whatever. I'm fit. To, I'm fitting to get off this broadcast. So <laughs> damn. How we go? All right, yeah, AG. yeah. Well, all right, AG makes some sense out of all this. Well, first of all, I think the young people are doing fairly well because I remember the, well, and I don't remember anything. Every music genre had an origin, and then it sounded the same, and then it went away and changed into something else. When I listen to modern pop now, I hear a lot of 80s stuff. I hear a lot of 80s instrumentation. I hear a lot of 80s phrasing, and I dig it. They're taking it, and they're doing it their way. I ain't mad at them. I'm not. But what's really on my mind is, after watching this Obama documentary, it's a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. But in my mind, I hope that one day all black people can just be black, whoever they are. And as long as they down, they down. And it's that simple between us. That's all I got. Whew, that is a pipe dream. It sure is. I was high when I thought about it. Because <laughs> wow. it's not going to happen. Huh? It's not. But yeah, because ostracizing know. people from the cookout just because of some pettiness we're not talking Hell, about ben carson we talking part about, of being at the cookout is just being is hating on other people at the cookout exactly but it's, not, <laughs> it's, it's still it's still like it should be a line and there's no line it's just like you ain't black enough. what do you mean i'm sitting in the back of the bus with you just because i, I just, can't play spades come on y'all. i just i just wish black people treated all black people like like real tight families treat each other where it's like we can talk about you but we gonna make sure that we still support you, and we ain't gonna let nobody else talk about you. But we ain't, we ain't evolved to that yet. We just we're not getting there either. We're just not, I, I know we're I not know. gonna get there. But again, you know, that's that's my pipe dream anyway. So you know that's all that. And like I said, I hear y'all. I hear what you're saying. But the young people are doing it. They just doing it their way. It sounds once a again different. I, I'm I'm not mad about it. I just realize I'm the grandparent yes, at the family unit trying yes, to get them come. Yes, you are. But I'm. But I'm not mad at him. Okay, I kind of, I kind of, because some of the things that you were saying were kind of not true. Because I remember, remember when Motown became Motown, and it was hot, and then they kind of got stale and they turned yeah, into it, something it, else. It, it, I was saying it became, a, it became a, a what they called a factory, where it's just yep, they all sound the same. Formula. We did, gonna make exactly, it work exactly. So anyway, that's all I got. So take us on, Ruben. Well. Thank you for listening to another episode of the five minute warning. Once again, um, thank you to everyone who listened to us on Twitch and on YouTube and on Facebook. Um, the thank you to those who listen to us on 
the podcast when it comes out on Wednesday, Thursday. Also, definitely hit us up on our Twitter, our Instagram, and our um, newly five-minute warning on TikTok. Um, so, yeah, you know, once again, thank you, Moby. Thank you, AG. Another great week. You know, all I can say is, hey, guys, ladies, gentlemen, the best thing you can be is yourself. And as long as you yourself and you're doing good things for yourself, then what more do you really want and what y'all need? So, everybody, have a great time. Have a great week. We will see you again next Tuesday. Nope, that will be next Sunday at 9 p.m. Every day, man. It's always a different day. Like... <laughs> <laughs> ultimately in my mind i'd like it to be like seven days a week that's right that's right karen. that's right cousin karen till next time say that yeah. till next time how about that but i'd like to thank everybody for joining us um on the episode and things as such we will be back at you next week on the five minute warning peace you can send any questions or comments to five minute warning 19 at gmail.com. The five minute warning can now be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Breaker, Google Podcast, and Radio Public. Share, like, subscribe. Listening to the Five Minute Warning with Ruben Brown. Search Five Minute Warning on the Spotify app. Peace. Stay safe out there.